Hey, Domestic Don, Josh Landers in the dungeon yet again, but the dungeon has changed. It's changed drastically since last week. I now have a desk in the dungeon, and I am actually able to put a laptop. My microphone, my microphone is right in front of me. I'm, it's not balancing on uh, the edge of a, a broken lounge, not lounge chair, but a, a recliner that doesn't recline. What's a chair called? I don't know, a plush chair that we used to have in the house. It's no longer balancing. It's no longer a balancing act. I have an actual physical desk that I bought at a thrift store. So thank you to the First Methodist, Baptist, uh, Catholic diocese. I have no idea where I bought it at, but it was a it was a a religious run organization. It was a thrift store, very sprawling, a lot of furniture there, not a lot of clothes that I found, but a lot of shit that I can actually do this podcast with at, right on. I have an office. I have an office. It's in the garage. It's now getting to like 48 degrees at night in the garage. I have my little space heater next to me that we've kept. Little uh, oil heater, whatever you call it. Uh, fucking fire starter. It's it's next to me, so when it gets chilly at night, I can turn that on. I'm writing a lot more. I have a desk, a physical desk, and I have an actual chair. A chair that spins, and it goes up and down. Well, let me check if it goes up and down. Hold on. Ooh, you hear that whoosh? Oh, shit. I'm stuck. Hold on. Yeah, it works. It works. A physical chair, an office chair, and a desk. I had to sand it a little bit, but it was 30 bucks. 30 bucks. It has drawers. You hear that? I have pens. I have my uh, headphones. I got the microphone I store down there. I have everything I need. Everything I need. It only took me about 15 years to have an office. Only 15 years. Since I had kids, I've had no office. None. It's been, they got taken away from me. When I had an office for a little while at another house, we had another kid. So seven and a half years, I'm like, oh, I can have an office. Yeah, I got an extra room. I can can write in there. I can finish what I want to finish. I finished a couple of novels. No, then we had another kid. Office gone. All right, so the idea of office space is a thing. How does it sound? Does this sound better? I'm actually talking right into the microphone, and I don't have to worry about shifting my legs or having some weird fucking alcoholic spasm where I just shake the microphone off of the cushy, cushy armrest of that broken chair. But now I have a hard wood chair that's not very comfortable on the elbows, but it keeps me upright. That's why kids in school have such bad... God damn it. I hate that fucking Instagram. I got to turn off all my notifications. How, tur- how do you turn off notifications on a laptop? I know how to do it on my phone. All right. So that'll pop up again. Excuse me. Um, but uh, kids and their and their desks. When you go to a, a school, the desk should be com- uh, uncomfortable. They shouldn't be comfortable because kids will fucking, they'll fall asleep. Uh, the school I worked at, the high school I worked at, they had couches sometimes in the classroom. And, and I was not a fan of that. And the kids would come in, 10th graders, 11th, can we sit on the couch? No, you can't sit on the couch. Go be uncomfortable. Be uncomfortable in the desk. Be uncomfortable in the chair in front of the hard desk. Rest your elbows on a hard platform so it's uncomfortable. So you have to sit straight so you don't get scoliosis when you're uh, a 35-year-old loser, as I am, but not 35, a little bit older than that. 
but just be uncomfortable. It's okay to be uncomfortable. But now I'm comfortable. This is fantastic. It's it's amazing. I have space. I have a lamp. I have a mouse that that is on a on a surface. I have my note, my fucking uh, pretentious notebook, right here, right next to me, and I don't have to shift a lot of things around. I put a little side table next to my desk, and that's where books go and other folders and other uh, booze and my water. All it's, I, I have, I have a zone, an actual zone. Is it going to be taken over? At some point, it will. Will my daughter come in in about 25 minutes saying, oh, my Wednesday movie's over, Dad. Can you help me start an episode? Yes, that will happen. Do I have to start dinner pretty soon? Yeah, I do. But you know what I've been making all day? Woke up at uh, 6 in the morning, 6.30, whatever it was. Nobody sleeps in here. I wake, woke up at my 2.17 panic again. Maybe fell asleep back until, until maybe 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. Still panicky. Then went and made some money for about five hours. Came back home. But what I did this morning is the domestic dawn, uh, trials and tribu- tribulations. And not trials and tribulations, just how, how much of a good person I am. How much of a fantastic father and husband can you be? More than me. I made chili, three bean chili in the crock pot all day long, slaving, cutting onions, garlic, dicing that up. I need to start a, a cooking channel like I mentioned before, and I've done a couple of little cooking uh, videos in the past that nobody watches. Who cares? But I, it, it, I jalapeno. You know what I do with the jalapeno and a, a serrano pepper? I cook them over the fucking uh, the the uh, the heat of the stove, and and we're so privileged to have a gas stove. So I just laid those puppies right on the burner and let those suckers roast, spit roast, turn them around every once in a while. Let the let the uh, uh, the skin get a little bubbly, get a little peeled looking get blackened, right? Fire-roasted jalapenos, fire-roasted serrano, not the fire-roasted uh, bell pepper. I just put that in for eh, comical effect. Eh, maybe just a light effect. I don't know. What's, what does that mean? I'm not a cook. But anyways, I made that. Corn, diced tomatoes in a can, All right? Not everything was, was fresh. And what really sucked this week is that I made my perfect chicken stock, so I put a whole chicken in the crock pot, you know, maybe a three and a half, four pound bird, you know, take all the innards out, stick your hand up its ass, pull out all the fucking kidneys if they has it or esophaguses or esophagi. Um, I'm a soft guy, um, uh, uh, crotch wise, but you know, I'm take all the shit out of, of the chicken as a cavity. And then, then I roast it or excuse me, I, I crock pot it. I, 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 What's it called? Stewing it? I don't know what it's called. Anyway, throw the fucking bird in a crock pot, season it, put a bunch of shit on it, let it roast in the fucking crock pot for five, six, seven hours. Comes back, pretty good chicken. Then what I do, I put all the bones, skin, and whatever's left in there back into the crock pot, add water, make my own chicken stock. And I've been doing that for a few year, or years now. And it's great. It's really, really good chicken stock. I drink it in the morning. I would sometimes have a, a, a mug of chicken stock for breakfast when I'm feeling healthy, when I'm not drinking too much um, booze at night. So I'll drink that. It gives me it gives a lot of good uh, uh, minerals, I'm assuming, and vitamins, and maybe some, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not gelatin. It gives you something for your bones. I fucking can't remember. Uh, but unfortunately, my chicken stock that I made, I froze a couple of weeks ago. And I pull the big, giant, 64-ounce mason jar out of the freezer, let it thaw, 
I thought, long enough, out of the freezer, put it in the refrigerator, the fucking thing cracks. The entire glass cracks. So I'm no expert. I'm, I'm no physicist. I don't know exactly how much time you have to wait for it to thaw before you put it in the refrigerator. So if it goes cold to warm to cold, does that make the fracture of the glass happen quicker? I don't know, but it happened. The whole fucking thing is a perfect clean crack and there's chicken stock all in the bottom of the vegetable drawer in our refrigerator. But I, it, I don't want to use it because is there shards of glass in there? Am I secretly trying to kill my wife uh, by sending little shards of glass into our chili? I don't think so. But our kids are not going to eat the chili. I know that. But it's, it was just a waste, a waste of perfect chicken stock with turmeric in there, paprika, uh, garlic, salt and pepper, just a beautiful oregano, thyme, just a beautiful, beautiful stock gone. So I had to go to fucking Trader Joe's and buy their shitty stock. So we'll see how the chili turns out. I tried it earlier. Beans are softening. It's a black bean, red bean, pinto bean chili. Beautiful. Beautiful. Put some fire-roasted uh, uh, green chilies in there. Like I said, a little bit of heat with the jalapenos. I will throw some uh, uh, cheese on top with maybe a, a dollop of yogurt because that's how pretentious I am yet again. I, I, I use yogurt instead of sour cream. Although I like sour cream more. And there's a fucking annoying drink that I usually take. Uh, but uh, alas, I need to take a drink every once in a while because I'm talking. I've been talking almost 10 minutes now. So we'll see how that goes. Bought a nice loaf of bread. Gonna cut that up, making kids mac and cheese, and I'll give them some uh, uh, bread on the side with some butter. So that's what's been going on today. How positive has this podcast been so far? It's gonna go downward, I'm assuming, but that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm I feel good. I feel I have a fucking space, and I've been writing more lately, and that really helps. Um, and I've been writing something that is more genre specific, I guess. Uh, I, I'm getting into an idea that I've had for years and years and years, and instead of writing a script for it, now I'm just going to write it into a, in a into a story, and then maybe adapt it on my own into a script. And it's very, it's it, it's comedy horror to a certain degree. It's not it's not going to be any New York best time or fucking New York uh, what's what's it called bestseller uh, list. It's not going to be Oprah. Her fat fucking ass doesn't give a shit about that stuff. Uh, it's just going to be a story. It's going to be a fun story. And it's all killing rich people, killing country club people, killing white people. I'll probably throw a couple other people of color that gets killed as well. Uh, but it's, it's fun. It's a fun, homey story. And I'm having fun with it. Finally, it's been years since I've actually had fun with the story rather than like, I need to sell shit. I need to please this agent. I need to please this publisher. I can't. I, I got to fit this ramifications. I need to fit the word count for this magazine that nobody will fucking read. And I put a story in a couple of weeks ago, or last week, and uh, they came back to me. Oh, well, didn't you read our guidelines? It's only 1,600 words. I'm like, I know. I read them. I don't give a shit. I'm going to try to publish a story that I wrote in a magazine that doesn't matter. Who cares? Who cares? They're all pretentious. All people who do art are fucking pretentious. I've gone on this uh, tangent, I think a little bit in the past, but I still stick with it. I don't like them. I don't like people who try to do artsy things, but I'm a person who's doing artsy things, which is so stupid. Uh, I've been doing it for years, but I don't like the people who are involved with it. So what does that mean for me? 
in my would I if I was a comedian would I be the comedian who don't doesn't like comedians? I'd probably be the comedian who doesn't like the comedians who are trying to be something better than they think they are. And I'm a writer, I guess. Uh, oh, what was that? Fucking heart pain. God damn it! I fucking hate indigestion. Indigestion. Do you guys have that? Acid reflux, indigestion. Just you, every every once in a while, I get this little. I got just a heart fucking polyp. Anyways, I think I'm good. I'm still healthy. Still working out, doing yoga, getting loose. Got to do it a little bit more this week. Um, but yeah, I've never been a fan of those people who are. I guess yeah, the, who think they're better than others, other writers or other artists or other actors or other, who knows what they are. I mean, actors are fucking uh, uh, lifeless anyways. They're, they're soulless. But the people who, you know, who try to push themselves up as being smarter or better, or uh, I guess just more creative than others. I don't know. I've never been a fan. Never, never been a fan. And that's not going to change. Uh, the five listeners that I have on this podcast, you guys know that. It's never going to change. I'm going to be who I am. Um, with my $30 desk and my $10 chair from some uh, uh, religious uh, sect, some, some cult that I bought this shit from. And I, I, I thank you, cults. I thank you, uh, uh, religious fanatics, for having decent furniture for cheap at your store. And what was weird at the store was that they took my temperature before I went in there. I've, I've never had that happen outside of going into a hospital. If I'm happening to deliver something to an emergency room, which I've done a few times, uh, I, I haven't been tested. I, when I got my knee checked again, when I went in for a physical, whatever I was doing, they were checking shit. You know, they, they would take my temperature. And it's usually on the forehead. This fucking weird... Uh, cultish uh, thrift store, they took the temperature on my wrist. I don't know what, I've never heard of wrists being the point of reference for what your temperature is. Uh, yeah, sure, they could stick it up your ass, which would be fun. Uh, the forehead kind of makes sense, even though they're putting like a weird laser through your brain. The temple would even make sense if they stuck a dildo in my mouth with, with a fucking uh, a thermometer or some mercury, a, a mercury tip. Which I would love a, a purple-headed warrior, a purple-headed warrior uh, from Naked Gun, if you guys remember that, or was that was that Naked Gun Two and a Half? Uh, Leslie Nielsen, fat professor, whatever, na- a purple-headed warrior. If they stuck one of those into my mouth, I would suck it, and then they would see what my temperature was, and then it would come in my mouth and give me COVID, or maybe it would it would relieve me from COVID. Maybe it would it would cure me, but it's a it's a wrist a gun. All right, I'm good. I'm like, all right. Was that like a bloodletting? Was that a cultish, religious bloodletting that they just did? Did they just read my type of blood, which I have no idea if I'm O, negative, B, A. I don't even know what the fucking types of blood there are. I don't know what I am, what I am. But apparently, I can go into the store to buy the $30 desk and the $10 chair from the cultish, religious uh, um, compound. And... Which uh, good on them. Thank you. Thank you for opening it. Thank you for keeping it open. Thank you for having the dirt bags that constantly get in the way in that store while I'm trying to buy my new setup for this podcast that no one listens to and the writing that nobody nobody will read. But at least I have it. At least I have it. All right. So um, let's see where we're going today. Oh, all right. So a couple things to get to. Um, 
you know, California is shutting down again. It's 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 on the horizon. Well, it's actually not on the horizon. It's already here. The the sun has already set on California. Uh, um, it's no, it's not an empire anymore. Uh, it's not the old uh, British tag that the the sun will never set on the uh, empire of Britain or British Empire, where the fuck it, uh, Winston Churchill or fucking Queen Elizabeth and her black teeth or whoever fucking King James or John or whoever they were, King Richard, the eighth, third. William Shakespeare. I don't know what happened, but you know the, the sun has set on America. It has fully set. Where the empire has crashed, it's gone. It's gone. The empire is not here anymore. Uh, whatever empire we think we had, or thought we had, or did have, is 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 now obsolete. And the the empire of California is now dead because we have we have new restrictions again. I think forty eight out of the fifty six counties that we fucking have in this ridiculous exp- ridiculously expensive. Dumb state, beautiful in parts, sure, but just just a nihilistic state. It's just if you want to annihilate yourself, if you want to get your, give yourself anxiety and stress, if you want to think you're not good enough in life, um, if you want to just constantly be in a state of of moral depletion, move to California or live here, grow up here, whatever it is, then or leave like I did, and then come back and see how big of a fucking mistake it was to even come back. We're a place from a place that felt more real, places that felt more simplistic. But this this is where we're at. It's a failed state. It's a failed economy. And now we just have a failed idea of what's happening. And I mentioned this last week. I know I did. Thanksgiving's coming up again. But since last week, all these fucking new regulations are starting to roll in. They're back. They're back, baby. All the regulations are back. Restrictions are back. Martial law is soon to be here, I think, if it's not already. Uh, Curfew, I think, has been maybe implemented. I can't remember if that was here or New York, but is there any fucking difference anymore in terms of New York City and California? No, there's not. Uh, Cost of living is atrocious. The governors are cunts. It's just terrible. And now we're starting to see, thank God, I've been, I've been talking about this for years and years now. There is no difference between Democrats and Republicans in terms of the hypocrisy, in terms of how, uh, how fucked up they are, of how they fuck, other, how they fuck their, their voters, the people who vote for them. But those people will still wear the goddamn fucking blue Speedos and red Speedos. They'll still do it. Well, Gavin, uh, Gavin Newsom, he's still a Democrat, so he's probably doing it right. He got caught at a fucking posh, I think it's a Napa, uh, uh, Fresh Laundry, which is a horrible fucking name for a, a really expensive restaurant. Or French Laundry, not Fresh. Fresh Laundry would be good. Cum stain fucking boxers would be a great. How about Brown Street Cum stain Boxer Restaurant and Bakery? That's what I would open. That'd be a fantastic name. This one is French Laundry, which I don't know what that means. Is that a, is that a laundromat? Is it is it, do, do the French have better laundry than we do, even though they don't bathe or shave since the 18th century? I don't know, but whatever the that's the name of it. So he was caught with what 20 other people, 15 other people, whatever it was. It was a group setting, and his whole play. Since this coronavirus has been happening is, oh, we can't get together. People can't get together. Other families, even if you're related to people, you can't get together with those people because it's going to spread the virus. And this asshole is at a table at French Laundry 
with a $350 plate in front of him with his whore of a wife. I don't know who his wife is, but she's probably a whore. And other people who are whores on him as well. And I'm sure he's getting some money from the back end of those people. I'm sure they gotta be uh, players in the game. They have to be constituents or they have to be some sort of monetary backing of the Democratic Party in California, whatever it might be. But he's getting something from that dinner. He wouldn't do it. He's not a dumb guy. I'm not saying that. He's not stupid. He's not doing it without purpose. He's not doing it without reason. He's doing it because he's getting something out of it. And what he's getting out of it is cash, I'm sure. And then, of course, luckily, there's some people taking fucking pictures. Rogue journalists, someone who just happens to have a cell phone going by, uh, was it Napa? I got to look it up. I don't know where French Laundry is at. They go, they're walking by. Hey, there's fucking slick back Gavin Newsom having a $350 meal while we're stuck at home, not making any money and possibly dying. And we don't have any uh, uh, cure. Uh, I, I don't know if I trust the vaccine or not. That's a whole other subject. But we don't have any cure for our social dilemma that's going on. People are out of jobs. People are out, or, or can't afford mortgages they can't afford rent we're gonna have evictions popping up pretty soon but this asshole is is there eating dinner while he's telling us not to do we can't earn money we can't go out you should stay at home don't go into social gatherings our mental health is deteriorating we're dying in terms of mental health suicide ideation is through the roof suicides are up I've had depression. I, I've been depressed for a while, but I've had anxiety. I've had anxiety for a while pre-COVID. Now it's all on the rise. And so this guy has been espousing and telling us and, and, and almost kind of belittling the people who are not uh, adhering to the rules, who are not, not just wearing masks. That's an easy fix. Wear a fucking mask. That makes sense. Just go out, wear a mask. It doesn't take that long. But the idea of telling, oh, if you go to a restaurant, you're a bad If you have family gatherings, if you're going to your elders, if you're a young person who is healthy and has no underlying health conditions, and you go to your grandparents' house who may have underlying health conditions when they're 75 years old, you might kill them. That's what we hear. That's the vernacular. That's the message that we hear, that we are the bad people. And then he's doing it. So again, it's, it's, it's the king's rule. It's, it's the marshal. It, nothing. They don't care. They don't care. And when, when are people, when are boomers, when are people who are like fucking AOC, who hopefully will just get ousted now, uh, these, these, these young progressives who have no idea what life is, you're 30 years old. Yeah, you're a bartender. I don't give a shit. I was a bartender too. Doesn't mean you know what progress is. It doesn't, you don't know what process is. You're a young, fairly good-looking kind of chipmunk fucking-faced woman uh, uh, or horse-faced to a certain degree who uh, uh, not quite the fucking Italian stallion uh, horse face, but kind of, you know, she's, she's, she's got the teeth. And I'm, I'm no one to talk about teeth, but yeah, I would, I would bang her. I'd bang AOC. Yeah, why not? I would. Just to say I did it with a congressman. But I would bang Oprah. Just to say I did it with Oprah. But she, that person doesn't have a right to tell me anything or us. 30 years old in Congress? I don't give a shit what you think. You, you're, you're, bare, you're not even a human yet. You're, you're still a child in terms of your thoughts. When I was 30, I was flailing like I am now. And, and, and thought process in my life. I mean, 30s, a 30-year-old 30 doesn't know what to say, what to do. They're just trying to go the party line. 
and they, oh, they're all progressive. Fuck progressive. That is ruining us now. I don't think progressive is changing anything. And we're supposed to be a progressive state? And it's not. It's not progressive whatsoever. So that irked me a little bit. Just to see that the smugness, the the, the spite almost on, on the politicians' faces when they tell us how bad we are. And I've been adhering, and my family has been adhering to most of the rules. But I'm an introvert anyways. It's not that hard. I don't like eating in public. I talked about that fucking uh, not listening to people chew. I can't do that. I don't want to hear myself chew. I, I want to slit my throat every time I hear myself go, make a go. Like that noise when I'm trying to lick fucking uh, uh, a peanut butter off my uh, snaggle tooth. I want to shoot myself. I would like to kill myself every time. I'm, God, that's a horrible sound. It's just a horrific sound. When I gulp like this, let me take a sip. And I accidentally make that ah sound. I would like to jam a screwdriver up my fucking nostril or in my ear hole and just end it. End it all. But I would like to go out to eat. I, w I wouldn't mind going to a restaurant. It would be fun. I went to a, uh, we went hiking on Sunday. And we were able to go a brewery, to a brewery here and order a couple of beers for my wife and I. And the kid, we, we had to order food still. So we're paying 40 to 50 bucks for a couple of beers. If I get two beers, she gets two beers. We have to order, ah, you got to get a sandwich. You got to get some French fries from this fucking restaurant across the way. Which we did, and that's okay. I don't mind helping businesses. But we have to now hold the people in charge of accountable for what they're doing. His $350 meal, he didn't pay for. The fucking French laundry shitheads, if they just, oh, we've got to come here. Got to come. It's a French laundry. We got fucking smelly women and armpit hair, uh, uh, quesadillas. Now, quesadillas are beneath them. They have some sort of avocado toast with fucking uh, uh, um, Jacques Cousteau's cum as a, as, a, as a foie gras. I don't know what they have. I don't know. You know how many posh restaurants I've been in my, in my life? Zero. I don't think I've ever been to a posh restaurant. I've been to a couple of nice restaurants, but I've never been to one where I had a $130 meal. The best, I, well, I, I think I went to, was it the Cheese Board or some shit in Berkeley? This was years ago. And I think my our son was very, very young. We went to the Cheese Board in Berkeley. I think it was Cheese Board. Cheese Slice. I don't want to fuck, whatever fucking, I hate Berkeley. Berkeley sucks. All right. Don't, if you don't like smelly, homeless, hippie people, which I kind of do. Uh, but not in Berkeley. I'd like them a lot more in like the in the Humboldt Forest or something like that, in the middle of nowhere. I would like to have the 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 latchkey kids, you know, in fucking Charles Dickens in, uh, in, in interior of, of London in the 1820s. I would or 18 whatever I don't whatever he wrote. I would love to have that shit more than the fucking uh, flag waving hippie bullshit that we got in Berkeley. Much more than that. Berkeley sucks. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, do they have a good record store, Amoeba Records or music, music, whatever it's called? Sure. Was it probably cool in the 60s and 70s? Depends who you are. I would have fucking hated it. I hated Humboldt. It, it, got, it got on my nerves eventually. But we went to there, and, you know, we just wanted to go there because it was like the French Laundry. We were by there, and we just got like, you know what? We got to go. It's it's a place to go. It's 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 on the map in terms of, of 
culinary delights in the world you know especially in the country and most definitely in the state so we went there at one point we brought our kid in there we, he was in a fucking uh, car seat we drag him or we carry him in we sit him on the table i get a beer my wife gets a dessert that's it so we went there we went to that fucking cheese board cheesy berkeley shit so we could say we've done it but i've gone in oaxaca to a really good restaurant and half the cost a third of the cost a tenth of the cost yeah world-renowned shit in, in oaxaca mexico too world-renowned shit in thailand world-renowned shit in other countries that you can go to you don't need to go to french laundry or the cheese board in berkeley to get that meal that you want because it's all over the you can get it anywhere you can get it for cheaper you can get a, a better quality meal a, an experience a cultural experience if you go to berkeley are you getting a cultural experience in berkeley really I have I have family members, uh, uh, you know, uh, either related to me or not, blood or not. That uh, you, San Francisco, I've never been there. Really, Berkeley? Where's that at? I don't know. Where's Berkeley? Is that another state? Is the time different up there? I've had family members say that before. Again, maybe not blood related, but what's the time difference in Berkeley to San Diego? It's the same fucking state. It's the same longitude and latitude, or maybe not latitude, but longitude. We're on the same fucking plane. Isn't that the right right one? Isn't longitude? Is that the one? Ladder? Long? I don't know. Um, so anyways, fancy restaurants. Yeah, this is what politicians do. They're hypocritical and they ruin your life by these restrictions. So welcome now to martial law because I think we're here. I think we're finally at the the... Going towards the idea, it's not quite there yet, I don't think. I'm not a nihilist. Um, I'm a negative, but I'm definitely not a nihilist. I don't think it's it's there yet. And I'm assuming, hopefully, the, the, the public will fight back if it does come to that. But I just don't know. I really don't know anymore. Because uh, the fear is now lifted. The fear is uh, uh, not lifted. The fear is heightened. It, it's more now. It's more that if you go out, you're getting covid my grandfather has COVID. My grandma has COVID. This is not me. This is other people. Everybody has COVID. Everybody has fucking COVID. I just want to stick a goddamn long cotton swab up my dick and be like, swap it around. Yeah, I might have syphilis, right? I might have gonorrhea, but I won't have COVID. I know it. I guarantee it. And if I die from this in the next couple of weeks, listen to this and give me an homage, an homage, right? Let the people hear this, that I was, I was wrong. And I was dumb, and I should have listened to the martial rules and the martial law that our state is now giving us, handing us out, locking us down, making us have a, a, a meager existence. Not a fun existence. Meager. All right? Just meager. Oh, all right, so what did I see? Oh, shit. Well, uh, I got the new wave of shutdown. We got the dark winter coming up, right? Dark winter. It sounds fucking fantastic. One, it sounds like a great beer. Dark winter. I would drink that all winter. And I love the idea of, the, oh, it's a dark winter. Fuck, look, bring it. Bring the dark winter. That's what I want. Game of Thrones had the whole thing as winter is coming. It's a bad thing. Really? Fuck you. It's a good thing. Fuck the people at the beach. Fuck the people with the good weather and, 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 and sun and thinking they have a, a, a nice posh life. And, and they could just, oh, I can go out in sandals and short. That's why San Diego sucks to me now shorts and and sandals all year long what the fuck are you 
You're not in, you're not living in fucking uh, Costa Rica. You're in San Diego, you douchebag. Um. So anyway, dark winter coming. Sure, I I don't mind that. I'll take it and I'll love it and I'll fucking thrive. I'll be in my garage, in the dungeon with my new desk and my fucking portable heater, and my new microphone, and I will just live, and write, and 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 cherish the moments of quiet that I have. And then I'll punch the punching bag in the morning for 20 minutes. And then I'll do my fucking prison workout because gyms are still not open here. I will do those things and I will thrive. Um, something that really annoyed me this week is uh, people who drive with dogs. I'm not saying dogs in your the back of your car. When we, we've traveled with our dog, and she, she's a large hound, not a hound, but she's a large mutt. And we've traveled through, you know, uh, we've gone to uh, New Mexico with her. We've gone all the way through Arizona. I mean, we've traveled fairly wide and far with this, with this animal. And she's in the back of the Subaru, or she's sitting between the kids in the back seat. All right, we got the, you just hear her in the background there. So we got the lesbian, lesbian uh, Subaru, and she's usually in the back. Um, and she's a, she's a good, she's a good rider. She's a good uh, passenger. What is very annoying is the people with their dogs who have them on their lap while they're driving. Have you seen these people before? They have a dog and they're usually like 20 pounds or less. And if you have a dog who is 20 pounds or less, that's fine. I, nothing against you. One, I'm not a huge fan of them. They're yippy. They're annoying. They attack. They are louder than my dog, who everybody's scared of when she's walking down the street because she has, like I mentioned before, fucking Lawrence Taylor pectorals. Right? She's 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 pulling along. She's muscular. But these little cunts are like the the owners too. They're cunts. They're fucking just shitheads. But the people. They even ramp it up a little bit more. Amp it up, if you say. Is it ramp or amp? I don't know. Both the same shit. If you have your dog on your lap while you're driving, you are a disgusting human being. You don't deserve a dog. You don't deserve the love of that dog. You deserve to get eaten out (laughs) by that dog. Or that dog to eat your face off when you fucking collapse of a heart attack after you buy your bacon western cheeseburger at Carl's Jr., that dog deserves to eat your face, just swallow your nose, work on your crotch, take a couple nipples off for fucking, uh, for dog chews, whatever it is. But have you, do you know what I'm talking about? And they always have the window open. And when they're turning in their Prius or their, uh, uh, some van of some a Ford, what's a, what's a van? What's a, what's a fucking van model? I don't know. Why would you have a van? Um, I know some people have vans. No offense against you, but why do you have a van? Uh, One, you have too many kids. Um, But when you have a van and you're taking that really long, slow, looping left, and I look over there and there's a fucking poodle's head sticking out of the passenger side, or excuse me, the driver's side window, and it's on your lap and you're holding it with one hand and you're trying to steer your fucking uh, Ford Sienna. Is that a van? Uh, Chevy... God damn it. I can't think of fucking van names. Um, Explorer? No, that's a, that's a 
SUV. Anyways, if you're steering and a poodle, if you have a fucking poodle in one hand, you're steering with the other, or you're trying to steer with your knee and you have two poodles. I saw, I saw one fucking guy have two poodles on his lap. So one, he has four paws on his dick because the other two dog, the two dogs have both paws, front paws on the window and they're burp, 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 burp. They're just barking out the fucking window and I'm trying to turn. I'm turning left while he's turning left. I'm like, can you fucking move? And these shithead little poodles, which is a fucking horrible dog. If you have a poodle, slice your throat. Then slice their throats. You shouldn't have a dog like a poodle. They're horrible, horrible dogs. Not saying the dog itself, that's mean, right? To say that a dog should die. But poodles are the most horrific breed for a human being. They just look like shit. They're, they're kind of, I mean, they're all cute. All dogs are cute, but it's like a baby. If you have a baby who's kind of like got a, a, a lazy eye, you just you just want to throw a cinder block on its head. Is that wrong? Is that wrong? That's what you should do with poodles. When a poodle's born, no one wants a fucking poodle. And then you get labradoodles. Those are bigger. Then you get chihuahuas. Hey, you know they're tough and scrappy. You know they come from Mexico. I I respect that. But I do not respect the poodle. I'm not a I'm not a poodle fan. And they're. The whole fucking way into the goddamn parking lot. And this guy's just like, what? Hey, what? I'm turning slow. Because you're fucking holding two poodles when you're trying to drive a goddamn 2,000-pound vehicle in your fucking uh, uh, GMC uh, showboat. I don't know. Please, can anybody text me a goddamn uh, uh, name of a van? I don't know. Because I'm not going to buy a van. I'm never going to buy if I had a, If I had 19 kids, I wouldn't buy a van. I'd make them fucking walk. I'd give them sticks. With the, I'd, I'd go to a fabric store. I'd go to Beverly's, and I'd buy them the, the hobo pattern, the, 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 the polka dots, and I'd strap them to the stick and be like, you take your shit and you walk. I am not driving your asses to school. I'm not driving. You walk. It's three miles. Walk. Get some fucking Honduran legs. Get some Amazonian forest muscles. By walking, I'm not gonna have a fucking shitty poodle on my dick, trying to turn left into a Chipotle parking lot. I'm just, it's not gonna happen. It's not going to happen. And the, the the thing I saw earlier too, so that the dogs on the lap, dogs in the car. I love seeing a big dog's head in the back of a car just sticking out. You know, they're fucking great. Their tongues lolling out. They they look happy as shit. Big golden retriever. You got a big fucking bulldog, uh, a pit mix of some kind, which always get ousted for for whatever reason. But I love I love seeing those big floppy lips, just fucking loving the breeze and see that that's great. Backseat, fantastic. And when you're an owner of a dog and they put a cage up, and if you have a lesbian Subaru or some hatchback of some kind uh, SUV and they put a cage that separates the dog in the in the back of the car from the back seat. Of the car, you know, the, the, the carriage space, whatever you call it, right? That's great. Fantastic. Awesome for you. Don't have them in the front seat. I don't know. What is it? Once they get less than 20 pounds, you're like, yeah, they can go wherever they want. So is this like little people? Is this small people? Is this the midget clan of dogs? Be like, we can do whatever we want. We're small. We're assholes. We get uh, uh, chosen, picked before other dogs at the shelter because... We look nice. We look cute. We look small that we can't rip your fucking baby's lip off. Those are the dogs that are evil. Those are the dogs that are Satan. They're satanic fucking dogs.
Not all of them, just the ones where the owners, and don't call yourself a fucking parent. I'm a pet parent. What do they call them? I'm a, I'm a fur dad. These are my fur babies. Die. Just choke on acid. Like actual acid. Not the good acid. Go into your fucking, under your, uh, under your sink. Find anything that will kill you. Anything. Uh, down a bottle of Listerine in your bathroom counter or bathroom uh, uh, um, medicine chest, wherever you keep the sh- Just drink it. Get alcohol poisoning. Die. If you say, my fur babies, just kill yourself. Just absolutely end it. That's it. I like my dog. I love my dog. But I'm never going to be just that. I'm, am I going to k- take care of you more than I take care of my children? No. And if this dog happens to live long enough, where my children are out of the house, which probably won't happen, maybe with my son, maybe not my daughter. And, my, and when that dog dies, or my children children are no longer at the house, well, I'll be like, oh, come here, sleep in the bed with them. No! That's never going to happen. Never. Never, never, never will happen. Sorry, dog. Sorry, dog I like and love and, and, and cherish. But it's not going to happen like that. It's just not in your calling. All right, let me uh, take a little break. I got to um, make some macaroni and cheese here. just made uh, delicious macaroni and cheese, Annie's organic macaroni and cheese for my children, and uh, cut up some uh, pork chops that we made on Monday. Also, free range. Maybe not organic pork chops. Anyways, uh, made that shit. Chili is mwah. It's fucking delicious. Uh, it's going to be better the second and third day, but uh, if you guys ever make shit in the crock pot, a chili... I think I spent maybe twelve to fifteen dollars after the the chicken stock debacle, and it's gonna last us weeks. I mean, it's it's pounds of shit. I mean, it's it's probably about a pound and a half of beans, and all the other shit you add it. It's gonna be a meal for a while. And it, I bought some beautiful extra sourdough bread from a local bakery. Ah oh, man, I haven't eaten it yet though. I'm letting it cool down, letting the kids eat. Let my, uh, 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 I'm trying to finish this shit up. And, um, have you guys ever felt like you're having a heart attack? And then it's like, ah, what was that? Ooh, ee, ooh. And then you just fart or burp really loud. And then it's just, it goes away. I've been, that, that, just, that just happened. I'm, I'm a healthy person. Um, what was I talking about? Okay. Dogs, laps, uh, parrot people. Did I talk about parrot people? Parrot people. It's like the dog, dogs on laps. Uh, that's one thing. And the, and the the people who walk around with parrots on their shoulders, and I'm sure if you're a certain age, um, maybe 30 plus, 35 plus, at some point in your lives, you've Daddy, seen... I'm not sure what's going on. What's going on? Like, I started, like, that was my first episode. Uh-huh. And, like, I tried to start a new one. All it's doing is singing a song. 
It's just singing a song? Yes. Okay, do you want me to try to find you another episode? Yes, but there's no one. Okay, well, let's look for one, okay? All right, hold on. Okay, shit, where was I? Um, My daughter couldn't find uh, uh, another episode, God forbid, on Netflix. And there's no other spouse here to help or older brother. So while I'm sitting here in my in my little private space, still get still get bothered. I need a red light and like 14 different locks on the door. I need to make this a fucking dungeon or like a walk-in cooler. That's that's what I uh, that's what I gotta do. Walk-in refrigerator and I'm just isolated in here. Nobody can hear me and I'm just by myself. But no, alas, it doesn't happen. Um, shit, I don't know where I was at. Oh, parrot people. Uh, I, I saw a dude. Sorry, I just knocked my uh, my ten dollar uh, thrift store chair into the de- my thirty dollar desk. Um, I I saw a dude walking through the parking lot of a Lucky's, Lucky uh, or Albertsons. I can't remember where it was. Um, and he had a parrot on his shoulder, and I'm I'm not fully aware and i said i think before my daughter so uh, uh elegantly interrupted me in her beautiful way that if you're over the age of 35 you've probably had a ticket that like you've, you've gotten a ticket before from from a police officer you, you've had a speeding ticket a parking ticket you've been pulled over it's it's had to happen at some point there's not that many cops to how many people are in this country, but you've had to be pulled over, pulled over at least once and maybe one ticket. Maybe a warning. I don't know. Maybe you're lucky. I've had one ticket, I think, two tickets in my life, uh, and, and, and a couple uh, a couple of warnings. But if you're of that certain age and you've had a ticket, you've probably seen a man with a, a large parrot on his shoulder um, at some point at a, at a farmer's market. If you live in a uh, uh, a liberal, pretentious blue zone, you've probably seen a parrot at a farmer's market by a beach or a boardwalk, maybe. Usually they're older and kind of scraggly and a little creepy. Maybe a little bit of pirate uh, genes in them. Um, maybe it's a... Um, Maybe it's kind of like a red herring. No, that's not the right thing. Red herring is diverting attention. They're, they're, br- they're trying to bring attention. They're trying to bring attention to them. So maybe it's like a pedophilia thing. Maybe like, oh, there's a kid's like, look at the bird, mom. And mom's like, yeah, go look at the bird. And the dude's like, you got another one. Put him right in. Don't even need a net. Yarr, don't need a net for this little, uh, little uh, patron. Um, so maybe that's, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a pedophilia. Maybe it's a fucking, you, you can't go outside without your, your, uh, what uh, agoraphobic nature? What what am I looking for? What's the, the, the animals? The animals? The the fucking uh, the dogs? The, someone brought a goddamn mini horse on a, on an airplane? Um, psychi- psychiatric? Fuck! God. Okay, hold on. Bear with me. What's it called? Um, uh, self soothing animal animals. Help animal? What the fuck? Uh, why am I help animals? No. Let's bring up something else. Self, self-soothing animal, stuffed animals, practices. All right, this is going off the rails. Um, self-soothe, trying to calm my dog down. Self, signs your dog is stressed and how to relieve it. You just give him peanut butter and, and put it on your nuts. Um, 
Self-soothing object? What the fuck's it called? A help animal. Fucking goddamn sightseeing dogs. Whatever. Ah, Jesus Christ. Self animals to help with stress. With anxiety. There we go. Let me see. All right. Here we Sorry. Pets, health and mood. No. Can reduce stress, anxiety. What is the best perfect pet? Alleviating anxiety. Service dogs. It's a fucking, God damn it. It's a service. It's a service parrot. Is that what it is? So this parrot who shits on your shoulder, who is probably missing its family from uh, the Colombian uh, or Brazilian, maybe Brazilian. I don't think, does Col- yeah, Colombian rainforest. They have fucking rainforest in Colombia. Colombian fucking parrot is it's, it's missing its family. It's, 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 a, it's probably 19 years old. It's probably won a, quack, a cracker to you for the last 10 years. And you just walk outside with it. I don't understand that. So they're not as annoying as the people who have dogs on their laps. But it is kind of the same. And I just don't totally understand why you have a parrot on your shoulder. I was a rat owner when I was a kid. I had pet rats. I didn't walk outside with my pet rat on my shoulder. One, it didn't... I I thought the rat was going to run away. Two, it just didn't seem very uh, appropriate. I don't think I really knew that back then. But it was like, I'm not going to bring a rat on my shoulder. Because that's a little odd and strange. But the dudes with the parrot, they get away with it. Just like the people with the dogs and their fucking junk in, uh, maybe a lady's getting fingered by the poodle. I don't know. Is, is the tail stiff enough? Does it go right up the old cooter in, in, a, in a nice way? I don't think their their claws would be good in that sensitive region. Um, but maybe it's something, it's like a woman sitting on a washing machine that is a little off its rocker, that has a little bit of a loose uh, leg. And it kind of, you go through the super cycle, you go through the, uh, uh, the, the heavy wash, right? You put it on the heavy load. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe the poodle on your, on your cooch is, is a soothing thing. Maybe it's something. And with the dudes, maybe it's just something to sit, uh, to keep your boner down while you're sitting with your fucking poodle's ass right on your Levi's. I don't know. Um, have you guys seen also, this kind of goes hand in hand. Which which this podcast is 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 segues so smoothly all the time. Uh, the New York Rat costume guy, have you seen that? There's a guy. Uh, uh, I'm assuming it's a male, and no offense to females, but I would be very surprised if it was a female. Uh, but I, probably a male. Just looking at the body type, looking at the size. He's a full grown person. He's wearing a rat. Uh, a mask and he, he has a rat costume on with full tail pink tail all that shit and he doesn't have the balls um so maybe it is a female but he goes into new york subways and he crouches down like a rat and just walks on the subway that was one video i saw then i saw that him acting like the pizza rat the very famous viral twitter uh, uh facebook instagram rat that was dragging new york pizza off the sidewalk but it's a full-grown man with a very large piece of pizza, and he's in the subways just acting like he's dragging it around. Brilliant. Whoever this person is, male, female, it, rat boy, rat girl, zhur, z, zon, ziggy, zagadi, magada, whatever you want to associate with, whatever your pronoun is, whatever your surname might be that's not right that's not your surname it's your last name but whatever you associate with in terms of your gender whoever you are you are a national fucking treasure 
you're a national hero in my book. I see those videos, hilarious. And a guy was walking down into the subway, and this human rat form was dragging this gigantic piece of pizza around. And the man just, he wouldn't walk past it. He wouldn't walk past this rat costume man or woman. He jumped over the rails. And I'm like, that person has a problem. How much of a pussy do you have to be to not walk by a person who has put so much effort into the situation and so much life into other people's uh, days? I mean, honestly, this is a this would be a vibrancy for me. This would be like a vibrant moment. This would be a moment of awakening. This would be a moment what a yogi would call an, an enlightening. Did I say that already? An enlightening experience. I would feel warm and, and wholesome. I would feel normal when I saw that. I'd be like, "Thank you, you fucking rat human creature, for giving me this on a regular boring Tuesday in a random city that has no life." has no openness, and has no, uh, 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 should I say vibrancy again? I think I've said that a few times. But it just doesn't seem like it's getting enough accolades. It doesn't seem like this rat, human, creature, form, artistic expression is getting enough uh, uh, hits, enough virality, viral, viral, viralness. Is that, what, what is it? Viral? It's not viral enough. Viral? No, it's viral. That's that's a bad thing. But it's not getting enough hits. Please look up the human rat. I'm sure it has thousands and thousands, maybe millions of hits. But it's 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 great. It's fantastic because that's what we need. We need that person to be in a point of legislature. We need that person to be a point of leadership. We need that person who has given its his time or her time or Jure's time effort and and money. And just the the ideas that the, the the moments where you're up at night thinking like what should I do tomorrow? What can I do to make the world a better place? And having just the 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 moxie and the foreshadowing in your mind, the critical thinking and the creative ideas to perpetuate to others, to provide entertainment. And to give people hope. That person in that rat costume is better than any politician that we have right now. It is better than any entertainer we have right now. It is better than any actor, artist, musician, writer, all of them. Put them all in a big giant ball together. They don't match up to the rat humanoid that is going through the New York streets, going onto the subways, and giving people what they need. Exposure to reality. And exposure to something that is just fun. And clean. And good. You guys have a good weekend. Um, I'll, I'll be here. I'll be here writing on my new thrift store desk. And getting ready for Thanksgiving. In the lockdown. Traveling to Tahoe. Which will be a lockdown as well. Alright. Peace. Love. Happiness. Talk to you guys later.